So hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Medics podcast. My name is Imran Laska. I'm a consultant radiologist. Hi, I'm Dushikan Wardner. I'm a cardiology registrar, subspecialising in intervention. And we have uh, some special guests with us today. I feel like we've actually had some sort of um, Avengers moment today. A few superheroes have joined us. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. So, yeah, Jamie, tell us about yourself. Go on. You're in the Superman t-shirt, so go on, go for it. <laughs> I am, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm Jamie Sherrington. I'm a pretty baby GP. Yeah. With no special interest. Maybe, maybe paediatrics. <laughs> ah, wow, that's, that's cute. Yeah. And our other guest... Uh, I'm Chris. I'm a physiologist, so non-medic, uh, but I have a specialism in cardiac devices. So you're the actual. So on this podcast, you're the cardiology expert. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, well, I was going to call it three medics and one scrub. Oh, <laughs> wait. Yeah, do you know, you know, you're talking about my promiscuous past. Are you? Is that what you're going for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can talk about that. Uh, we need a longer. That's for another type of podcast, I guess. Yeah, or make, maybe make a rap about it at some point through show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, Chris, I mean, I can see a Mortal Kombat, um, what arcade machine in the background? I mean, and uh, well, and a Switch, and what is that? A PlayStation? He is, he's kitted up. Whoa. Yeah, this is my. Yeah, I'm doing this for my never. It's my never grow up room. I love That's it. amazing. Well, when we bought this house, I really had to. I wasn't allowed to do anything with the rest of the house, but I got this room. Does Hannah have anything in there? Is there anything of note to her? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, some, sometimes oh, I'm in here. Yeah. <laughs> what more could she want? I'm going to say that the next time she brings it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a contentious issue, is it? <laughs> well, not always. <laughs> sometimes I'm at work. <laughs> you know, I've actually got one room downstairs, and uh, when we were moving in, everyone was like, "Oh, this could be the kids' playroom. This could be the play- kids' playroom." And I was in my head thinking, "Absolutely not." And so once you moved in. Once you moved in, I kitted out with the, as a gym, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's my every time they shove something in, I take it back out. Little toy cars get in, I take it back out. Like, this is the only room, the only room you cannot pollute with your your yeah. craziness. But yeah. Well, every time the kids put something in there. Yeah, every they try. Every time the kids put something in, you just get absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally take oh, it out. It. I take it out. Yeah, yeah. I take it out. Not going in there. Not staying in there. Not having it. Not having it. This, this is the man cave. This is where I belong. Yeah. Oh wow. The only room I get is the toilet, and that doesn't even have a lock on it. So. That's yeah, like... yeah. I know. I, I've you sent me that video with your your yeah. kid throwing something through the keyhole, and you're thinking, come yeah. on, you can't even take a dump in your place without them getting involved somehow. Yeah. You know. Uh, what such what was life. he throwing through the keyhole? That's, your kid's an incredible shot. <laughs> How far away was he? Just <laughs> intervention. This goes. It's in the genes, yeah. isn't it? I don't want to talk about it. Still, you know, I just wanted. I just wanted some peace, man. I wanted like three minutes of peace. It disturbs your scrolling at Twitter where most of the work happens, where the magic (laughs) really happens. Um, And speaking speaking of magic on Twitter this week, uh, we Uh, had quite an interesting tweet, didn't we, Thrusha? Something that we want to start with. (laughs) Yeah. So um, this is a a wholesome tweet because there's a lot of bile to get through this week. So we start on a positive note, right? So a a tweet from Shivani uh, and she starts with, here's one more positive tweet and then I'll get back to normal. So this is a tweet that she sent on January the 2nd at 10.45 a.m., in case you wanted to look it up. She noticed a new follower who had the same surname as her. And it's a, it's a bit of a thread, but basically it's really worth kind of uh, checking into because um, essentially she found, she recognized the surname, but it wasn't that common. And it turned out that it was um, a friend that she'd kind of, know, a friend that she'd known from India, at least was a good friend of her father's who they'd kind of lost connection with. 
and mm. through Twitter they managed to like reconnect and then I don't think they'd like spoken to each other for like 40 years or something which shows like wow. um, what a small world it is right isn't that nice especially on the internet right I mean you almost mm. expect Silla Black to walk out of here and be like surprise surprise <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's an unusual story to get on Twitter because it's so positive and kind of makes you feel a bit warm about kind of Twitter because sometimes yeah I mean it's a bin fire isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> have you guys had any um, since we're on positive uh, positive um, experiences on Twitter Chris, have you had a positive experience on Twitter that's uh, kind of in the same same ballpark, apart from your DMs that you might be receiving? <laughs> Where are you going with that question? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't remember discussing this. <laughs> Twitter's weird, isn't it? Because like, I started using Twitter to get away from Facebook where I knew everyone on there. Mm. And it start, I started to dislike people that I knew in real life because yeah. I saw what they would put on Facebook. But then I've met, like like you guys, I've, like, I ran a race with Jamie mm. and Therusha because mm. of Twitter. Um, but it, it, I find it can be helpful, not nearly as much as it is abhorrent, but... Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you, you, you've become Twitter friends. I mean, we've made a lot of Twitter friends and you guys have done... What was it Tough Mother, Tough Mother together? Is that right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Jamie, you were saying during our warm-up uh, meeting that you've noticed a certain, um, certain number of pictures that keep popping up on your Twitter feed. You know, the, the whole algorithm... <laughs> <laughs> the whole algorithm is pushing a certain, certain uh, feed towards you. What was that about? Yeah, what was uh, Twitter giving you? It's true, yeah. Certain there's quite a lot of people that follow me, and mm. some of them, when they like things, they pop up. Okay, yeah. And there's a lot of penises appearing <laughs> on my thread. <laughs> At Christmas, there was one wrapped in bacon. Oh wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! Okay. So this wasn't a suggested thing. It was definitely you know people. This, is, this somebody has liked this, and. <laughs> Right. If you're listening, it's, it's your fault. <laughs> of course he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> of course he is, yeah. It's like an extension on that thing where some people say that every meal is improved by bacon, right? And I guess that's what they're going for. Oh, is that yeah, what they yeah, say? Yeah. Okay, it's not very Muslim friendly, but I'll take that. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, I mean, we, I mean, there is someone on Twitter. I think Julia, wasn't it? She, she tweeted something along that, uh, the same, along the lines of. Um, today, she's another offender. Yeah, she's yeah. a repeated offender. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm always offended by her <laughs> tweets. No, genuinely, I think she must be one of the most hilarious tweeters I've seen uh, yeah, she's in, really in recent funny. times. Uh, um, so yeah. she says, today I got a message request with unsolicited and judgmental advice on the professionalism. What I post about from someone who messaged me from an anonymized account. A bit of a thread, but basically, um, Julia does seem to tweet uh, a few pictures of earrings that she may have that look like genitalia. And uh, this person had messaged her saying, don't you think that making explicit jokes and comments about sex is probably ill-advised, uh, well, ill-advised yeah. on an account where you also list that you're a medical student in your bio? Not judging, just wondering if you think you might seem unprofessional <laughs> or acceptable. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, tweeting about sex, tweeting about genitalia is unprofessional. Apparently, what, what do we got? What do we think? Sex is the dirty little secret that everyone knows, isn't it? Everyone's got some sort of genitalia of some description, and it's also <laughs> it is also funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Penises are always funny. I still can't order a chest, an erect chest X-ray without giggling. <laughs> I do like when it just has it erect written on the on the film. I, I, I love it yeah. every time. <laughs> I have to admit, I've never ever thought of that. Every time I ever what? got a rec- no, never, not genuinely. Oh this is the God. first time. Yeah. And now, I'm so pleased. Yeah. I've manipulated that. No, exactly. It's a bit like you know when uh, when Rachel uh, Rachel, you know that episode of Friends where um, you know Ross talks to Chandler and says, you know, I just see my mum in the middle of having sex and then that's all he sees and now every time I see an erect chest extra I'm going to be thinking that thanks for that um, <laughs> I think you're erect you're thinking Jamie nice okay yeah well yeah exactly I think of Jamie specifically I think one of the con- concerning things about those DMs I mean it was really weird wasn't it like they went at a weird angle and then they were like oh I actually follow you with your, like on my main account but I'm like messaging you from this account and it was just really mm. creepy it's really strange mm. and it's kind of it makes you kind of wonder like what they're going for um mm. and like i always kind of i wanted to know what um i've kind of seen people like that before and i uh, i was interested by the term conso- concern troll it seems to just des- describe those people here who are essentially being mean but they shroud it in this kind of oh i'm actually like they pretend like they're looking out for your welfare but they're actually just using it as an excuse to be a, be a penis right and um <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah 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 it's so weird what was weird to me is that, that like there's on that first screenshot that julia posted there, there's three separate messages really sent by this person the first one is the most judgy faced emoji it's possible to find on a keyboard and the third <laughs> one is not judging yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. Like, literally all you've done is be judging someone's yeah. <laughs> you can't, yeah. straight away not judging though yeah, it's exactly. so true. I mean, it's like when someone says, I'm not a racist, but... Yeah, oh, and then you think, oh, okay, no, here, we yeah. here we go. Oh, I hate that one. And I hate, um, I'm not being funny. Because yeah. invariably, yeah, you're not being funny. Not being funny. It, what you've said is, <laughs> yeah. is awful. <laughs> genuine so question does my nutting as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's another know. one, isn't it? It's another one. There's so many... Yeah, these concerned people, it, it's, I mean, I haven't had anyone do that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's... It's probably more women that get this more than we do, mm. and from from throbbers like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah, making. Too. Imagine having an alternate account to do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's the as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just also, he's he's upset about seeing genitals, and it's on the internet. Does he not know what the rest of the internet is? It's full of <laughs> it's it. Also, his alt. His alt is meant to be for genitals as well as far as i'm aware i mean the thing is it's like it's the it's the idea of like professionalism like what what does that really mean and you know then yeah. someone whoever this is has seen that this person's a medical student and then don't like the idea th- this whole thing is not professional enough you know and the, what they understand is that you know people are people you know like doctors are people too and um you know b- p- doctors drink doctors smoke i mean they don't always follow their own their own advice that they're giving out because we're human beings as well so when this kind of thing comes out i just understand what people are really really expecting and these dms are just they're just really odd and it kind of reminds me do you remember ages ago when we did the taylor swift episode it's a similar thing someone is saying like you know i want you to stay on brand you're talking about taylor swift don't talk about taylor swift i want you to stay on what you're doing so there's like an expectation from people depending yeah. on who they think this person pigeonholes as being yeah. so Julie's we love Taylor Swift Julie talks about this oh yeah I know and um, yeah, oh, yeah we did that, that wonderful mm. episode and by the yeah. way we haven't made it this episode so that we talk uh, uh, just say use as many words for the schlong as possible but we could do that maybe move <laughs> damn it we're <laughs> <laughs> oh, on some kind of record aren't we but just yeah. to say guys like if you wanted to check it out that was on Jan- January the 3rd and it was at 7.11pm mm. and that was from Julia mm. uh, Julia is 
Julia Isabel, eh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was someone else who got an unwelcome um, personal message, wasn't there, Therusha? Uh, it was Dolly, wasn't it? She got an unwelcome uh, message, yeah. wasn't oh. it? Do you remember? Um, yeah, what was that one again? Do you, I, can't, I can't remember so what it was. It was, said. Yeah. It was, um, it was strange, right? So these are, these are clearly DMs. I'm, I'm not sure if I could... I mean, the font was slightly different, so I couldn't tell if it was actually from Twitter or something else. But anyway, so... Well, um, you're a pro, man. <laughs> the man. font, the colours <laughs> well, are not yes. on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, where she wrote? Like, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> the so, yeah. so she, like... She, so she's written a message that says, Ode on a Grecian urn. And I'm afraid to say I don't know what that is. But then someone replied with, Wow, you know Ode on a Grecian urn. Wow, first Indian gal I've come across who does. There's stuff to pick there. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, is that is that as a gambit? Do you think? I mean, what's what do you reckon the success rate is like with that? Like, if you're a bit racist, like, I don't know. Imagine you're at, imagine outing yourself as a complete dickhead in two sentences. <laughs> I know. Like the, the first one's actually pretty innocuous. So actually, really, one sentence. You got all right, yeah. Belland. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, it's quite a skill to be that much of a prick, just like Straight two off. sentences. Yeah. Mm, also, I just—that's three different ways of saying penis. Oh yeah, well, well done. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's good. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I can see where the episode is going. You know, this really feels like, you know, when we're back at Habs, do you remember people used to just draw, I don't know if people, is it a public school thing? I don't know. But people used to draw like penises on people's work before, you know, you're about to hand it in, literally have that template. I was about to hand in some work and the guy next to me drew a massive penis and then gave it in. And then when it came back, it was a red circle around this penis. What is this? And it just, you know, it was just an absolute, yeah, exactly. And it just kept going and going like, and then we used to have like, I think, you know, these guys were like completely obsessed. And I think once we're even doing like how to draw a map and how to show like you know the the like how the city progresses and someone literally made it in the shape of a penis it was describing it and you know having the river going down the middle of it and we we're like all of us are creasing ourselves uh, as to yeah and it was just classic and then um and then one of my perpetrators, and he was still good friends, but he literally used to draw penis on as many things as possible. Like my pens, my books, my folders, everything. And I think it was a, around the last day of school, I saw his car and I took out some Tipex and I drew a penis <laughs> on his car. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah. And then what was even worse, because I had a pretty good reputation back at Habs and people yeah. would not believe that I would vandalize someone's car like that. And when they tried to scratch it off, the paint came off. And so now there was missing paint in the shape of a penis on his car. <laughs> and what was even worse he started blaming this other guy and even the oh, guy, no. other guy who's saying it wasn't him he said it was definitely him it was definitely him and then I told him listen it was me because look you're a stand up guy you're trying to protect him I get it yeah? <laughs> but I'm going to get him <laughs> it just went on and on and on for like months yeah I don't think those two are friends anymore but maybe for oh, separate no. reasons but yeah yeah Amazing. there you go please tell me one of them's a urologist uh, no oh. they, one became a dentist actually yeah of all yeah. things Ooh, <laughs> yeah yeah I mean yeah I had my suspicions about him he was absolutely obsessed with that kind of stuff always doing on everything Anyway, uh, speaking of dickheads, um, there was a <laughs> there was a tweet from a psychiatrist, wasn't it, Thrusha? Uh, oh, yeah, in, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go into yeah, that. Yeah. He's had yeah. a week. Yes, yeah. he has. So, um, so his. I mean, I don't know if she should be encouraging people to engage with this person. So shall we just, mm. we'll just quote the tweets, which mm. were, um, so there's one, one particularly problematic one from uh, uh, mid-December. I am a medical doctor, well, debatable. Um, he's retired, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean with that. Nothing about it. <laughs> uh, I do not believe that trans women are women. Uh, medical doctors in general do not believe trans women are women. But 
though they may sometimes say it just to be kind. Oh, mm. wow, there's a few others. Oh, like Taylor Nichols, MD. So he's got quite a big account, 50K followers. Uh, actual medical mm. doctor here, and you're wrong. Trans women are women. Yeah, obviously, trans women are women. Trans men are men. <laughs> yeah. But this guy like came out with that, um, and he hashtagged it, coming out day, which was uh, extra nice. I wow, think. this person seems a bit confused as to what any of that means. No? Yeah. I mean, just definitions are all over the place. Um, yeah, we've seen this kind of stuff, haven't we, before, like general transphobia. I think, Thrusha, you're on the receiving end and a bit of, um, you got involved in a bit of an argument once and then someone or DM, people DMing you about yeah, yeah, this whole yeah. thing. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah, it's literally just for uh, saying trans women are women. And then people just went up and they're yeah. like, oh, I can't believe, you know, I worry about his female patients. It seems really strange. But yeah, mm. like um, this guy, though, he, he's, he's got an account full of problematic account, uh, what's it, um, just opinions. And so he, he mm. went at a psychiatry SHO. Like, uh, mm. do you see that, guys? Yeah, somebody yeah. actually does the job he doesn't do anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, do you know what I mean? It's like, it just off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's pretty much the episode, isn't it? Like, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what else to say about him. You just think that I mean, even under that first tweet that you mentioned, there's like pretty much everyone, and I think it's almost like it's it seems almost like coordinated. Everyone says, "I'm actually a practicing medical doctor," like as if to rub it in, like. You know, mm. this is what I think, you ancient fuck, so you better just leave it. It's, you know, like, it's every, every other tweet says, well, I'm not retired, mate. And uh, I think trans women are women. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so true. And when, and when he had a go at this this psychiatry trainee and he said um, that she appeared a bit borderline. Yeah. And besides the fact that's an archaic term and psychiatrists <laughs> nowadays don't say that. Mm. What a turd. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he just kind crazy. of used an old term as a slur. It's just uh it's just crazy. Yeah, and mental health he's caught using mental health as a slur as well. Like, you know, uh, yeah. But he was having a go at someone that he told he said that they were being unprofessional. You just yeah. think uh, Yeah. First no first no she's not, and secondly, well I suppose he can't be unprofessional anymore given he's retired. Yeah. So I suppose <laughs> Yeah, he's got us over a barrel there, isn't he? Yeah, it's very confusing. It's very confusing. I mean, this is the thing, right? We see, we're seeing, like, I mean, we've seen this a lot where we've got, um, you know, people who are not no longer doctors still piping up about their opinions on on certain things, right? Um, you know, this is how the news seems to work. Like, they'll they'll just kind of bring out to trolley someone out from the depths of nowhere who hasn't been anything to do with the NHS in years, and then um, yeah, ask them what their opinion is about the current way things are working. Um, I mean, it kind of brings us on to another tweet, which came from NHS Million. And I thought this would be a bit of a binfire. And it was tweeted, I don't know if it was tweeted around, but it was, I remember getting a few DMs and a few messages coming up on our feeds. And I thought we should probably mention it, despite, you know, regardless of what side we really take on, on the matter. NHS Million decided to have a bit of a dig at every doctor. Um, there is a um, kind of campaign at the moment and mm. uh, essentially the, the focus of the campaign is to um, increase, well, for better pay parity and better conditions for NHS workers. So what they hope for is a 15% pay rise for NHS staff. And mm. uh, there was a tweet from uh, every doctor which has since been deleted, but essentially almost claiming that uh, they were they were kind of responsible for the uh, the. Um, for the campaign. And so some of the actual activists said, uh, excuse me, every doctor 
And, you know, the CEO, Julia Grace, he certainly did not launch the Pay15 in March 2021. And a quick scan of all our activist timelines on Twitter will prove as much. What on earth? Imagine trying to steal credit for a grassroots campaign. Where's the solidarity in that? And I think one of the reasons why they're quite they're so upset is I think they approached every doctor for some help mm. at the beginning mm. and they didn't get any. Mm. They didn't get any response. So I think that's yeah. what makes them. I, th- I think that's what kind of has given this flavor um to the thread so but yeah people have come out gunning being like wow that's really exposed them for some mm. i mean that's unsafe because i think there, there was a subsequent tweet as well wasn't it that said something like you know every doctor's run by someone who doesn't work in the nhs who hasn't done locum during covid and also sells masks and then takes a wage from it or something it yeah. all gets quite controversial doesn't this entire thing and obviously it seems to be a lot of bad blood and people seem to have their own sort of differing opinions about you know every doctor um what do you guys think about every doctor i mean obviously you don't have to take sides are, are they good are they bad is a good thing to have uh, increased representation. Are they the right people for uh, to to be representing us in in this way? What do you guys think? I think that I mean, there's been enough. There's enough vitriol from almost every doctor, and I'm talking almost every actual doctor. That okay. perhaps, perhaps, <laughs> yeah. Do you know, what I mean? perhaps they're not the best people to be representing <laughs> the medical profession given quite a sizable chunk of the medical profession don't like them and have been blocked for saying so mm, that is true yeah uh, it's mm. it's difficult because you almost i mean i always feel like i want to give someone the benefit of the doubt they're going to go out their way to try and change things up then you know all power to you um and I, I don't know maybe maybe the methods aren't great but at least they're doing something i don't know is that mm. I don't know, I feel bad. Like, I mean, obviously off, on the off chance if they were able to achieve something quite good and overall, then maybe we'll look back and say it was actually a worthy a worthy cause. Yeah. I still think, I mean, it's it's weird to forget that you didn't, that you weren't involved in something yeah. and then tweet that you were involved in it. Yeah, like I sometimes forget to take the bins out and Hannah does it for me. But I don't then say, do you remember when I took the bins out? Like, I know that I didn't do it. She <laughs> takes the bins out for you. Well, she has done once. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> but, you know, I give her that one. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it seemed, yeah. but then I know, that, so every doctor tweeted a response to that a few days ago, just saying, oh, sorry, um, we inadvertently implied that we were yeah that we were involved in this and you think like, that's not a mistake i'd make like yeah. it's quite a big campaign it's got a lot of traction and you mm. would remember not being involved in it surely yeah <laughs> and it, it's just said that i hate it when you accidentally like tweet that you discovered penicillin like what this seems like really random <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It's funny when you have these sort of, um, you know, when someone's maybe made with a, a mistake or made may something that said something they shouldn't have done, they all like blame like being sleepless. Or do you remember? Yeah. I think even I mentioned Roseanne, and I think she said something quite racist, and then she, I think she blamed Xanax, <laughs> and Xanax came out with like, "Our pills don't make you racist." I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's an excuse, but you kind of know where they're coming from, what they're trying to do. But you know, like um, taking, you know, I guess is one of the situations where they're trying to take credit for when you know for something they didn't do but there was a situation that joseph macta mentioned as well said when i was a hepatology f1 one of my mates was on a consultant ward round and the consultant picked up a set of notes and wrote a bunch wrote a bunch in them and they were the wrong notes so naturally they screamed at the f1 why did you not let why did you let me write in the wrong notes i think about this a lot um, yeah, and this is a situation where clearly a consultant uh, or this person, not just a consultant, is unable to probably feel that they made a mistake and it's someone else's someone else's fault. Um, yeah, you guys have been in that situation. I, I feel like I certainly have. I've definitely been in that situation. I remember um, getting told off 
for not catheterizing a patient who I had nothing to do with and wasn't on my ward. Mm. <laughs> I, and the because the urology consultant was supposed to do it and he didn't come, mm. so then he gave me an absolute rollicking with his minion of a of a reg next to him, is looking all smug. Mm. God, <laughs> deal with penises all day. Yeah. Eh? Gonna... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and having an absolute go at me for that. And I remember being really shaken up. I was I was like my first week as an F one, mm. and I was and I was really shaken up and really upset about it. Yeah, yeah. What a what absolute a prick. Well, it's mm. not nice, is it, to get a bollocking for something that is beyond your control? Mm. I remember I got I was I'd only been qualified maybe a couple of months, and I was doing a right heart cath. Mm. And um, the consultant, his reg was actually doing the case and I was monitoring. And this, the consultant was sat out in the monitoring room with me and he was quizzing me. Well, I was trying to concentrate. He was quizzing me and asking me quite a lot of like complex questions. Mm. And I was trying to answer them. And then he bollocked me for not concentrating. <laughs> so what, yeah, so, yeah, so I just thought... I'd, You've done this. Yeah. You, what job? So I, so I stopped yeah. answering, and then he told me that I should really know the answers to these questions because it's yeah. my job, and I should be better at it. I was like, but oh, wow. I can't do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was <Wow>. horrible. <laughs> you know, I remember when I was um, when I first started radiology. There was this Wednesday fluoroscopy list I turned up to, and I turned up. There was no one there. Well, that's a bit weird. So I came back, no one was there. I came back again, no one was there. So I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I went to get coffee, and I walked in with the coffee, and there was a consultant sitting in the bi- the cycling gear, looking at me like, "Where the hell have you been?" And I thought, <laughs> uh, "I just had a coffee." Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Just had a coffee? You're turning up at nine thirty. I was like, "Relax." I mean, you know, uh, I came a few times, no one was here, and, she, and you couldn't find anything else to do. So when I went to get the coffee, I mean, that was something else to do. And she was she absolutely <laughs> blasted me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, okay, listen, look, I'm sorry, it's my first week, you know. And she was, all right, that's a great start, isn't it? And, you know, there's not really much to say yeah. to that. Yeah. And then I think the next week, um, you know, I thought, okay, fine, I'll, I'll, find, I'll make myself useful. So I turned up to this MDT and I was sitting there and this, and this and this consultant walked in, sat down. And then maybe halfway through, about 9.30 again, they left and I ran after them. So, oh, I'll, you know, I'm with you in fluoroscopy again. She goes, what are you doing sitting in there then? So what do you mean? You told me to like, you know, like do something useful. I saw the MDT. I thought we used because you're meant to be preparing my patients, aren't you? Oh, who do you think you are? It's the second time we've had this kind of run in. I'm like, relax, man. Like, what's your problem? And I'll tell you, the best thing about this was she made me feel terrible and she was gunning me for ages. And then she put this catheter into this lady and then she forgot to like close it and piss went all over her clothes. <laughs> like, literally, it sprayed <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And she and she and literally was, like pissed all over her top. And she looked at me and she goes, I was meant to be at a meeting in about half an hour. And now I've got to turn up and piss. And I was like <laughs> creasing. It's not funny. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was just disaster. But yeah, I don't know, man. This lady just couldn't, uh, couldn't make her mind up what she wanted. And these these kind of people, these kind of consultants who kind of just find a way to blame someone else for a mistake they made or not really, I just find them difficult. I just find them very, very difficult. Like where where do they start, where do they get off like this? Do you, you think know? when people become consultants because you, you get surrounded by more yes, yes men and women, like people are more likely to be, to like laugh at their terrible jokes and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so absolutely. I guess they kind of get, it just inflates their ego. And they're terrible TikToks. <laughs> yeah, don't really. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, I'm man. Like, oh my god! I'm gonna. I'm, I like my TikToks. All right. Anyway, let's move on from uh, from TikTok. <laughs> I will say just briefly, just because Gone. you mentioned somebody covered in piss. Um, yeah. I. I it's a good like, segue. Let's do like it. No, it's a, so I before I did this like, when I was about 19, um, I was an HCA and I, mm. I was an HCA on orthopedics, and there was this rather large by the way this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life and mm. i can't believe i'm saying this 
Uh, it's been a secret up till now. But, um, <laughs> but there was this big lady um, who'd had a total hip replacement and she wanted to go on the, she wanted to use the commode and it took the hoist and three of us to safely move her from the bed to the commode. But oh, it was physio and consultants ordered. They wanted you just needed one Jamie. One Jamie would have done that, but okay. Anyway, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But, um, we got her halfway between the bed and the commode. So there was a gap between like the side of the bed and the side of the commode. Oh no, and this I was I was underneath <laughs> oh, no. supporting. Yeah, because we were worried that the hoist wasn't going to be able to take. I mean, honestly, I look back now and I think, why on earth did the physio <laughs> the consultant agree that they were just give her a bedpan? Yeah. But she she made a noise. She went, oh, and that I knew, and it was too late. And I tell you, I've never seen it was it ricochet. You know, like in James Bond films, when a bullet ricochets off something, this projectile shit hit the floor and bounced off the floor. I moved out the way and sort of just as a reaction, I made a noise. Uh, ergo, my mouth was open, and it went in my mouth, up my eye, in no. my hair. No. no. <laughs> So, yeah, this and I was. This was the start of a long day. This was like half past seven in the morning. I was on till nine at night. Oh my god! So I, yeah, oh, I had man. to have a shower. And my hair was long. I'd straightened it, so then it became like I went into the shower oh. covered in shit with straight hair. I came out the shower with a clean face, no shit on me, but I had a big white afro. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> yeah, wow. so wow. everyone took the piss out of me for well the rest of my life. Yeah, you'd oh, look god. like a bog brush as well with hair. Yeah, 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 spot on. <laughs> exactly like that. Oh my word! Oh my word! So, oh so I mean, uh, the piss thing, as much as it is like just desserts, it opens up some wounds. Mate, I mean, oh. I, I, I remember when we first started radiology, a mate of mine was doing ultrasound on someone, and you know, we were kind of pleased to not be on the wards. And then the patient who was ultrasounding was, like, I don't feel well, I don't feel well, and what? And then they literally projectile vomited all over his face, and the guy was wearing glasses, and it looked like he needed wipers to clean. <laughs> And then he ran out and he was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I saw him and said, what happened? He goes, it's burning my skin, it's burning my skin. <laughs> <laughs> he was in complete shock. And when he told me, like, when he told me what happened, he thought he died because everything went black. Like, you know, like, it's all black. I vomit. And he, like, gone off to hell or something and being prodded and poked by, like, acids. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> what a way to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, all we had to say is that this shouldn't happen to a radiologist. Uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, oh, let's, let's um, after all that, let's, um, something out of this. So, uh, should we talk about... Um, let's talk Neely's... about food. No, well, yeah, good. Neely. Yeah. So Neely Speaking of bodily fluids, yeah. Neely. She's, she's, she loves it. And uh, we should mention that she's kind of gone through to Parliament. Uh, she's no, she's she... got quite a hard motion to pass, isn't that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he stole his line. He stole his line. <laughs> no, you say oh, you, go for, it, you go for it. No, yeah. it. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, we should probably like attach it to the episode. But basically, mm. um, so Neely is championing 24-hour hot food service for the NHS staff, and that was tabled as a, in Parliament as a motion uh, yesterday. Yeah. So um, mm. good luck. And I think it was John McDonnell, uh, the MP, who's mm. kind of like. Uh, yeah. Put it forward. Um, I hope that does mm. well. Um, yeah, yeah, good luck. That to would you. be nice. It's a great nice. effort. Yeah. yeah, I mean, mm. I think I really think Nando's would be good. I think if we could get Nando's <laughs> oh, for our, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? That pet really morale, would Shouldn't be much of a stretch. Like you've got Costas and M&S Simply Food and stuff in yeah. bigger hospitals. Like and Nando's yeah. on site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheeky yeah. Nando's. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cheeky yeah. yeah. Nando's. Cheeky Nando's. Cool. I mean, to be fair, if you if you all did jobs like mine, which are just nine to five. 
<laughs> wouldn't need any of this night shift stuff, would you? <laughs> UGPs. Oh, yeah. UGPs. No, I, was about to, I, was, I was about to call you an arsehole, and then I remember I do eight till six, so. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not actually that much worse. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Look, mate, honestly, if someone says they work nine to five to me, I want to fist bump them good. That's what you, that you should be doing, you know, or, you know, you work at designated hours and get out. Live your life, man, honestly. Yeah, so um, there was a tweet from Chris, so K underscore D85 on the 1st of January. January. Love seeing trash opinions on the pandemic from clinicians who've been extremely protected from it. That's kind of a subtweet. It could have been a few yeah. individuals. Mm. Mm. But then Jamie replied with, yes, the anti-restriction GPs do my head in. Oh, let's stop testing your restrictions. Fine, you can come prone some people between remote consults. And then... <laughs> And then the reply, right? Wow, fucking wow. You turn this into GP bashing. I will restrain from doing likewise. But then she doesn't. But maybe stop discarding urines incorrectly labeled by the electronic system the labs insist we use. That seemed oddly specific. Uh, yeah, know. very yeah. specific. Yeah, yeah, that's something yeah. that specifically hurt her in the week before this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, GP. I mean, at least the GPs weren't the entire, you know, the entire focus of what the the NA, I mean, the the daily papers and stuff, right? I mean, they've been taking a bit of a brunt uh, yeah. for the last few weeks, haven't they? But it was hospital hospital doctors in general that were taking a bit of a brunt about how much leave they take. It was the Daily Mail, wasn't mm. it, that came out with, um, you know, doctors are t- daring to take leave during uh, uh, during um, during this whole COVID situation. Yeah. While we're on war footing, they call it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. They Gun, love that, um, don't they? The Daily Mail love mm. to kind of stir up that kind of weird, oh, yeah. fake blitz nostalgia. Exactly. Like they'll, they, can turn into, they can turn any story into something about people doing a war. Yeah. They love mm. doing a war. They love it. They're, they're Al Murray in paper form. Absolutely. <laughs> like, they're the guys yeah, who like, love it so much. can't get enough of it. Yeah, they, yeah. they have nothing to do with the war, um, but they like mm. to revel in the nostalgia of it. That's great, isn't it? I get the impression that, like, I know, what is it, anyone under the age of 80 probably didn't fight in the Second World War. Mm. I think if you spoke to people that did fight in the Second World War, quite a lot of them would say they didn't really like it. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, pe- people that weren't involved in any way are going, yeah, this is great, this war yeah. spirit we've got. It's like, well, you haven't got any, and the people that do have it probably wish they didn't. Yeah, would mm. not recommend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One out of five. Yeah. And then the thing is, yeah, they were looking at the um, like the people that had, were. I oh, know that was a different one now. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to. I was going to say about the because they were talking about all the um, because people are going on leave and some of the people on um, going um, are off for sick leave yeah. and mm. things like that. And they looked through the reason that they were off yeah. for sick leave. One was mental health, and the other one was infectious disease. Like, how dare they? <laughs> During a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Scum. They're all scum. Yeah. That's what they are. Every, every single one of them. Work shy scum. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. Yeah. Whereas these Daily Mail people are sat on their laptops at home just kind of like writing this bilge, isn't it? Right. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it sells, doesn't it? It sells. It really does. Well, the Daily Mail has got like a reading age of like seven. <laughs> oh, is that right? There's a reason. Wow, yeah, yeah genuinely. Enough. I mean, it, so, rem- it reminds me of that time, like I think a while back, there was, I think someone took a picture of a doctor who'd fallen asleep at the, the nurse's station and uh, calling them lazy. And it went viral. Like, you know, some people were like, oh, you know, why are these doctors sleeping when they're meant to be working? And some people were like, because we're human, we get tired. I mean, this is what happens. You know, you work us to the bone and then you end up getting so exhausted, you can't work anymore. Um it's not easy, is it? You know, and um, we're trying to make things as easy as possible by, you know, Neely's campaign, passing that hard motion. Um, 
But then sometimes things don't go our way as well. Like, uh, what about when you may have parked your car in the car park, and um, yeah. you weren't able to, uh, oh, you weren't able you to go home? Yeah. 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 These segway, can I say these segways are a thing of beauty? They're art. <laughs> gorgeous stuff. I didn't even know what segways were till we started doing these podcasts. But um, yeah, so there you was. Knew you were good at- well, yeah, I've been told. Uh, legendary, apparently. So, um, Michael F- Michael Fox. Oh, nice yeah. name. Um, MJ yeah, Fox. so alert. The, the, uh, so, park and ride shut early at 4 p.m. today. The cars are now locked in for the next few days. I did not see any alerts about this, so we will likely have affected other staff too. So, they tried to get the car from the car park and it was locked. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we've all... We've had these situations with these private car parks, uh, haven't we? Like they're charging you for, you know, leaving your car there for the weekend, even though you're doing the on-call. You can't leave on time. I mean, yeah, where do we even start with car parks? It's, about it. it's, normally, an, it's normally hospital car parks that get a kick in, isn't it? Like, mm. Quite rightly. Mm. It's, I don't know, there's something quite wholesome about it being a, a park and ride. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's genuinely, it's awful, though, isn't it? Imagine like not even telling anyone that. Mm. By the way, we're shutting at four. Imagine the people that locked it up going. You see those cars in there that have left it there. <laughs> oh, they probably left it on purpose, haven't they? Yeah, just shut, just shut the door. Yeah, that'll be all right. Yeah. It's only a couple of weeks. They'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so true. Like, that's so the thing, true. isn't it? Because at the end of a shift, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just so like desperate to get home in the shortest amount of time possible. I like, get through the door, yeah. just chuck. I like, literally just drop everything, like as I walk through the door, and just like come in. That's it, you know. And like mm. it, now, you have to like think about getting a cab or whatever, and it's just oh, ridiculous. Like, oh. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like coming home with, to a freshly put on fine when you've been parked yeah. oh, in the park yeah. you pay for. Oh, I, yeah. I had that yeah. on a night shift. I did my nutting and it was like three in the morning. I saw they'd written it at three in the morning. I was like, what was I doing at three in the morning on my night shift? This was a car park I paid for, mm. but apparently I was in the wrong bit of the car. Oh, it was God. empty because it's nighttime. Yeah, in yeah. the wrong bit and they slapped a fine on. And uh, I was like, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, there was a woman who was hemorrhaging at the time, and that's I was doing Ops and Gyne. Uh, and you gave me a fine. You My trust increased. They built a new car park because there was a lot of people that couldn't park. Obviously, you know, you have to pay for a parking permit out your salary, but you're not mm. guaranteed a space. Mm. So quite a lot of people complained about this. So they, they built another 315 space car park. Um, and then immediately moved they built a new wing of the hospital next to it so um, immediate yeah immediate so actually the problem's arguably worse now yeah <laughs> so wow. it's made it obsolete yeah. in one move yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> well, a there's lot of f- fewer spaces despite there being more <laughs> a lot of the car parks at the moment are getting turned into tents have you seen that the, oh yes oh christ yeah. COVID oh, really? and things like that yeah, no, yeah. I did not notice that. yeah. that's all we need we just Impressed need more space in. that's all we need just more people yeah, 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 yeah. just, just beds just, just beds, beds though yeah. Yeah, it's, people been outside like it's yeah. it's cold it's outside cold. Yeah. like a tent or not yeah, yeah. You'll be able to wear your jumper, though, will you? <laughs> yeah, not bare below the elbows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, started. Get complaints, get more complaints. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, medical life can be tough, and I mean, stuff like that can make it not very easy. And there was someone else who had a tweet this week called Martina Spazapan. And um, I think we've all been in this situation. I, I like to think we have been, right? So tonight was one of those nights where I really question why we work 48 hours plus uh, a week, spend most of our free time on CV building, deal with endless applications, geographical insecurity, pay erosion, inadequate facilities, unsafe staffing levels. The list goes on. What's the point? 
you know, we've been in that situation, haven't we? Like, you know, with this guy that couldn't get his car, you know, I've, I've spoken about this in the past where I end up sleeping on a dirty sofa in a mess room and thinking like all the decisions in my life has resulted in, in me being in, in this situation where I'm scrounging around for someone to sleep, you know, I'm tired, I'm exhausted and nowhere to eat, no food or et cetera. Another plug for Neely, another plug for Neely um, uh, on the food thing. But um, yeah, we've, we've all been there, haven't we? Right. Like um, we just think, why, what on earth am I doing? You know, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Every day? Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, except when I'm off. <laughs> yeah, and then someone came with a reply through. Did you see that one? I think I, sh- I pointed you to this th- this uh, yeah. reply from someone that we've seen. Um, yeah, have a bit of a problematic uh, point of view. Not problematic, just um, I don't know. Yeah, Orthofem. I mean, I blocked them. Um, it's Orthofem. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they just replied saying, "Have a baby?" Question mark. Mm, like that's yeah that's I just mean, supposed, that's, deliberately, that's deliberately pro- provocative isn't it but that's yeah, a recurrent yeah. account like i just think it's a really sad problematic person who has nothing better to do i mean it just says a lot exactly about I mean, what's like, the point mm. just to, their, their whole account all of their replies are just like completely pointless you think yeah. like the only reason you've done this is to like hurt someone's feelings or to wind someone up it's funny though isn't it because that's the kind of behavior you'd think of like maybe a kind of 13 or 14 year old like that's how they, mm. you know, like they might behave like that on Xbox Live. But I think yeah. this person may well be older than that. And you're like, what, what, mm. like, you know, why haven't they grown out of that? Like, what the hell's wrong? Oh, with you that? know what? I feel like, you know, the only thing I can think of is that there must be some sort of like an emotional vampire. Like they, in order mm. to, for them to make make themselves feel better, they've got to steal goodwill and fit good feelings from other people yeah. by making them feel rubbish. I mean, there's pathetic. no other way to describe that, right? It is, it is really, really pathetic, isn't it? But, um, you know, like, um, I think uh, as medics and, you know, or health professionals, we do give a lot of our life up for, for the NHS, don't we, or for, for where we work. And um, I think there was another tweet that came up this week where someone called John David Davison, um, he speaks about after 29 years of work for the NHS, 23 for one trust, a 23 in one trust, 17 as a consultant, it's humbling to feel so valued and appreciated when they get an email saying, hi, John, I hope you're well. Uh, you're... Your last week has certainly come around quickly. Uh, there isn't really a, a non-awkward way of asking this. Are you planning to clear your desk this week? Just so you know uh, when this will be available for another consultant. Best wishes, bye. Um, <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Best wishes. It? Yeah. yeah. Best wishes. At least they said best wishes, at least, yeah. And yeah. Uh, there's no a non-awkward way. I mean, they, they recognize it been uh, a non-awkward way, an awkward thing to say, and by saying it's... Anyway, um, yeah, where do you even start with that? I mean... Yeah. Maybe he wanted the seat to be warm. Yeah. Can you hang around for another 10, but then I need you out. Yeah. 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 That's it. It's not, I'm under no illusion that, you know, when I leave my department, eventually, that I will not be replaced by someone else. It's madness to think otherwise. But yeah, I'd expect them to sort of wait until I'd actually gone. Yeah. Mm. They, they like they bring someone else in and go, all right, Chris, we don't know when you're leaving, but when you do finally piss off, um, this is <laughs> this is Carl, and he's going to do your stuff for you. And you okay. Mm. Right. I mean, it, and when they say there's no awkward, there's no non-awkward way of putting this. Easiest thing to do is to not put it. Just, mm. just just leave it yeah, like they yeah. Were clearly they were clearly working a notice period don't worry about it mm. it feels it feels almost like like um you know you were saying about this is carl replacing you it's almost like <laughs> we actually can't wait for carl to start yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. get out asap because exactly so yeah. mm. we're fed up of you 
Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like, I yeah. remember my wife used to work in the city, and she told me that apparently, when you know, they used to sometimes get fired by text message. You know, that's what that's what would happen. And uh, I think if some once I actually um, in one of the teams, they were in a meeting, and then one by one they're being called out of the meeting, and it turned out their entire department was getting getting fired. <gasps> and what was happening was that the security was taking that person to their desk, watching them clear yeah, out their stuff. desk, and then escorting them out because in the past when someone gets upset, they either go get onto the computers and try and mess as many things up as possible uh, or they'll try <laughs> or they'll try and harm themselves by going to the top floor and so in oh, order to you know, mitigate geez. that yeah seriously yeah Jesus. yeah so actually to mitigate that they actually you know actually follow that person in to the building to where they need to get their stuff and escort them out of the building to make sure that you know nothing nothing happens um it's just different walk of life isn't it when I, when i heard that i was like well at least the nhs doesn't do that um i think we I, promote I, them when we want rid of them yeah <laughs> you know what yeah so true. it's true you wouldn't know so you wouldn't know when these people were getting fired it's like that episode of the simpsons where the halloween one where the kids are getting taken out of the room for detention but they're actually getting turned into the lunch food <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you, you think you know, Harriet's yeah, gone, yeah. and you'll never see her again. You think, well, it was meatballs for lunch, and it. Yeah. I mean, uh, twenty-four well, hour as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's terrifying. Twenty-four hour food at all costs. Yeah, like, yeah. Suddenly, you see F one's disappearing. Like, oh. I mean, allegedly, allegedly, I may have seen this where uh, someone may have gone to you know, some sort of altercation or something. And instead of, you know, having to leave, they just got given a different job title somewhere else. And so I thought they'd left. And suddenly I get emails from them on a different job title. I like, well, hang on, what happened here? And it turned out, no, they were just sort of placed somewhere else. And it's like, all right, fair enough. That's how that's how things go. Apparently, allegedly, in some places that I may have heard of, uh, worked out, possibly. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of allegedly's uh, going through. Yeah, isn't it? Um, on the yeah. other side, though, what will is is worth mentioning that you are replaceable, so it is just a job. Yes, and it's not yeah. you know on the other side, it's it's not a massive deal. You know, you, you can't have to work that hard because mm. you know don't kill yourself yeah. at the end of the day. Uh, there's now there were some good reply along those lines really, which are saying that like mm. you know that's why you should like. But there's some people who just like throw their heart and soul into the job and then they leave and then mm. they just get replaced. I mean, yeah, maybe you might get a wing named after you. Is that like such a big like what like? Um, mm. Yeah. It's just, not worth it, is it? It's so true, man. I, genuinely, I've said this all the time. Like you know, choose life. Do not, do not give your heart out and your soul out to this place because I think, especially now, we are under a lot of pressure. The NHS is under a lot of pressure, and I think people are feeling it. And we see that on Twitter, people feeling like we're pr- completely overwhelmed. You know, the the wards. But I would genuinely say, look after who's in front of you and move on. That's all you got to do. That's, just do one thing at a time. Um, you know, see the next patient, move on to the next patient. Don't worry about the bigger picture. That's not your job. Um, that's someone else's job and leave it up to them because if you start to take on the responsibility of the entire NHS and the entire hospital, it's going to be too much for one person to take. I mean, what are you realistically going to do or change right now? Nothing. Just mm. do your job. Help the person in front of you and don't mess that up. That's all you've got to do because if you mess up that one job in front of you, then try, you know people aren't going to you know, next thing you know, you're in trouble and people don't really back you up. They'll say, oh, you're exhausted and maybe you weren't meant to be there in the first place. Yeah. So, um, also, yeah, you've taken on too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, or, yeah. They were stressed and not, you know, they're not handling stress. You know, oh, there might be a bigger problem here. And the next, you know, you're in, big tr- you're in bigger trouble for trying to help yeah. out. It's not worth yeah. it. Trust me, it's not worth it. I think that moves, moves mm. us on quite nicely to another thread where, um, so this was by uh, Esther Aiken RN, and this was on the 1st mm. of January at 9.38. And so um, she's an agency nurse and she says, three 
three nurses down when I turned up, kid needed an IV line and extremely busy, have provided evidence to agency, offered to do it, and get yelled at by senior nurse. He hasn't had a break, is struggling to keep up with the demands. I booked last minute too. I know people say pinch of salt. The nurse yells, you are not here. But if a locum doctor comes on duty, they can. But an agency nurse comes in and they can't. They watch me like a hawk as if I'm an unsafe nurse. Eventually the kid's line gets done, but the medications are delayed. And she says, you know, I'm so tired of agency nurses being treated like crap. And you do mm. see this, don't you? Like um, with the way that yeah. agents and locums agency staff are treated. What, do you guys have mm. any experience of that? Yes. So I have, I've, um, I mean, obviously you've, you've, you see what happens to the to locums back when I was doing hospital jobs. But in, G, in GP land, I mean, I'm really lucky with the jobs I have because um, the place is lovely. But you hear a lot of things where if there's a locum they say oh just give us the locum just dump it on the locum mm. they're being paid to be here yeah you I know mean, we're all being paid to be here but no they're being paid more so just dump it all on them even though yeah a lot of people and you see this a lot who are really really grateful for it but people just treat him like utter shite it's funny isn't it yeah um, uh, yeah exactly i mean the the truth is they're a locum they're going to come in they're going to go there's no real comeuppance from it and then you know they can end up in trouble although i did hear of a situation where um there was a particular consultant who was very very mean and very very difficult and were were renowned to be difficult and a bit of a bully and um one day a locum came in and they were trying to bully them and the locum obviously doesn't care they're in and out and they put a complaint in <laughs> and then that was it like then it oh. really blew up because you know everyone hates them already and now someone's finally done it they all kind of piled in oh wow and then the, yeah exactly it was a complete disaster yeah, yeah yeah and the person basically chose the wrong person to go for which was a locum and then you know how they resolved it the locum said i want that person to come into the room in front of everyone that was in the room when they called me what they did and apologize for what they said <gasps> and that's exactly what happened and wow. apparently you know rumor has it that <laughs> that particular consultant has never been the same again has been very timid and very very quiet ever since oh, and i guess all it takes is one Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I always say. That it, you know, as big as you think you are, and as you're going to be rude to people, there's going to be one person, there'll be one per- thing that's going to take you out, and uh, you don't know where it's going to be. It's going to do it, and that's exactly. And I've seen it again, actually. Obviously, I can't go into too much detail, but it's happened again to somewhere else, someone else, somewhere along line. Um, yeah, you just yeah, you know, be careful who. I mean, just be nice. Well, what do we always say in this podcast? Don't be a dick. Just don't be yeah. a dick. That's what. Just you, don't be just a don't dick. Be a dick. Is an excellent phrase. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Just don't be a dick. Um, yeah. yeah. Twitter would be a lot better if everybody, in fact, the world would be a lot better if just everyone at the same time one morning just said, I won't be a dick today. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Imagine how mm. harmonious it'd be. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like when people are remembering a world without uh, lawyers. Uh, lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> we, the problem is, though, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, we would talk about how nice people have been to each other. Uh, yeah, and, uh, oh, this week, uh, Theresa's been particularly lovely to Jamie and uh, commented <laughs> yeah. on his guns. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one had, no one had listened to that. That's just every day. That's just everyday stuff. Like, uh, gosh. Yeah. People want bile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people want their tea. Speaking of tea, Jamie, your tea will be coming soon. Don't oh, worry. Yeah, yeah. We'll be chasing oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, gasping. The kettle's boiled. Yeah, yeah. It'll be coming. It'll be coming. And that's a lot of tea. I can't remember the exact number, but it was in the thousands from what I remember. It was a, it was a lot of tea yeah. coming your way for uh, helping us with that Ask Me Anything episode. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, generally speaking, I, mean, I guess we're all pretty fit guys who try and go to the gym. Um, Thrusha, for some weird reason, I feel like you're kind of half having a bit of a dig at me uh, about this particular tweet here. Dr. <laughs> Alien Skier, Fitbits are just Tamagotchis, except oh. the stupid animal is 
you're trying to keep yourself alive. Yeah. yeah. So I just only so often, like you just come across a tweet which kind of makes you like think about stuff in a different way. And I just loved yeah. it. So Fitbits. So like you know, did you have did you have a Tamagotchi? I remember everyone at school had one, and I didn't. I remember my parents were like, that, but, "Don't get that. That's so stupid." And I was like, mate, oh, "I mean, yeah, look, I think we we do have I'm younger people who might not know what a Tamagotchi is. So what is a Tamagotchi? So a Tamagotchi is like a kind of rudimentary. It's like the kind of it's like a dinosaur. Like it's the what a lizard is to a dinosaur. It's like the original Pokemon. Like um, it's like a, it was a small <laughs> circular kind of um, LCD thing. It was an animal, and you press different buttons, right? Like one to make it go yeah, to bed, right. one to like feed it, and whatever. And you had to do that with some regularity every day, and it would grow bigger. And if you didn't, it would die. Um, game mm. over. And so yeah, the, you wouldn't this, die. The time I got you would die. But yes, yeah. but the, yeah. the, the joke was that when you wear Fitbits these days, because of all the health data, you're just trying to keep yourself alive. And I just thought it's kind of interesting. Um, mm. But it's funny though, isn't it? How addictive that kind of health data is. I know, like, since I got a Garmin, like, I'm just obsessed. Like, I look every, like, you know, every day. Oh, what's my heart rate been like? You know, and just sad stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I do that. Like, I get up in the morning, and I think, oh, down to fifty-two <laughs> overnight. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> mad. Yeah. I think, wow, oh, it's five thousand five hundred steps lighter yeah. today than I was yesterday. And then I look at, it, I think, like, what's the point? Yeah. Does it matter? And it does mm. matter. Is the answer? Yeah. I, I can't get over it. <laughs> it's so weird. Isn't it? I don't know why it does, but it it's, does. <laughs> it's quite obsessive though, as well, because like I, I remember having a patient come in. Um, who said oh, my my Fitbit says I only slept half an hour last night? <laughs> How long do you think you slept last night? Well, I thought I slept all night. Oh wow! Well, yeah. well who cares? Yeah. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Just go home. The machine. Yeah. The machine told me. The machine. Yeah. Were you yeah. in bed or did you stay up watching telly? No, I was in bed. Don't worry about the watch then. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is almost too much, and it's like. You know, there's a huge degree of health anxiety because, like, sometimes it'll say my oxygen levels on my thing. I, yeah. I don't care. Mm. I'm not going to need to know that unless I'm on the floor gasping. Someone else's problem then. Yeah, yeah, um, it's true. So all this other <laughs> stuff is utter, utter wank. I don't mm. like getting beaten. I mean, my mother-in-law said she looked at her Apple Watch and went, "Oh, ten thousand steps today." And I don't know. I know I imagined this, but I thought she like looked really smugly at me. Hmm. So I just flipped my wrist around. I don't know why I did it. I just went, yeah, 12,000, whatever. And that's it. Oh, <laughs> wow. Do you know what I mean? Drop the mic. Yeah, Boom. Drop the mic. <laughs> yeah. A few more steps oh, out of yeah. the <laughs> Then we'll talk. Yeah. And I instantly thought, like, wow, I am a dick. Yeah. Why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> thing. like when you're working out. <laughs> it's when you're working really out, is. if you're not wearing it, if you're not wearing it, part of you's like, I've just wasted that now. Yeah. What's what a waste of a workout. Yeah. Is that, that is a really, is that the worst? I mean, there are two really, really bad gym feelings that I've had. You know, the one where you kind of like turn up to the gym and you realise you've forgotten your headphones? That feeling. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm going to have to listen to whatever yeah. crap that's mm. playing on the speakers. Or, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's always house. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, the music in gyms, what on earth, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh. Give my gangster rap. I mean, uh, yeah, let's, let's move on from in-laws and, and stuff because I know Therusha, yeah, in-laws and things. Um, Therusha, <laughs> there was, um, uh, there, I mean, we, this could be a nice segue for Farizamide. Cardiology. Oh, yeah. You, you, you want to have so basically, basically, yeah. a few people have tweeted us saying, "Can I put this down as CPD points and stuff like that?" I'm not sure, but why don't you learn something from Thrusha? Go for it. Go, go and give us some learning, Thrusha. Me, I actually deleted it from there, thinking that we were never going to talk. We're about We're not going to do it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mate. No, that's no, no, <laughs> for you. Okay, fine, fine. So I found it there because it's bookmarked. So anyway, um, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, guys. I got this. I got this. So this is a tweet from the 31st of December, and it's from Tony Brew, which is a, he's a re- he's got a really good account actually. It's definitely worth a follow. 
But it's like <laughs> about frizomide and its function. And I remember being taught as like an SHO that, you know, if a person has comes in with heart failure and they have gut edema, that you give the frizomide IV um, because, you know, you bypass the gut. And he actually talks about all the different studies that look into gut absorption and of frizomide. And I don't want to spoil it for you guys because it really is excellent. There, <laughs> there are a few twists and turns there. Um, basically, basically, if I can give you a little tease, I can tell you're excited already. I can hear it in your voice. In your, <laughs> see it um it's not it's not just about the gut edema it's not just about <gasps> edema yeah Whoa, so if, really if there are any of you out there that have ever wondered you know have there been any trials to check about gut edema? there have there have and he talks about it check it out oh you won't regret it you won't regret it oh okay cool man uh that felt like torture jamie how did you feel about that <laughs> listen to that yeah one? i'm i mean all, all i use frosamide if you've got Fluidy legs and fluidy lungs. Fluidy something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're getting all technical. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Honestly. Uh, That's the cut. Latin. Honestly. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, speaking of torture, torturing children as a futile gesture to appease infantile adults, terrified by the seasonal bug, it's pathetic. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw another uh, a tweet come out about wearing face masks again and how that's actually torturing children. Um, oh. Are we torturing children by making them wear face masks? I mean, maybe they should just listen to cardiology from Thrusha. That'd be torture enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have they not heard of have they not heard of Halloween? <laughs> just, yeah. Kids are wearing masks all the time. They don't care. Yeah, exactly. You know, man. dress up like if you gave every child a Spider Man face mask, oh, yeah. uh, face mask, they'd, love yeah. they'd wear it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, they'd yeah, love that's, it. That's they'd love going out working on their Spider Man thing. In fact, to be honest. I'm going to order one right now because I want one. I was going to say, yeah, we're not for IPC. I'd be wearing that at work. Well, you know what? Yeah. Every doctor might sell exactly that. Oh, anyway. Well, it's mad uh, to think that making a kid wear, or rather, it's, advising that kids wear masks at schools is torture. Like, if, if these parents put as much, the parents that are kicking off about this put as much effort into sort of teaching their kids not to bully at school yeah. as they do to get them to not wear masks like, I mean when they find out about bullying these parents will be absolutely horrified they go oh there's loads of stuff here that's worse than masks mm, these yeah. kids are getting a kick in for going to chess club mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a specific reference because I got a kick in for going to chess club I was about to say it felt very yeah. specific yeah. that yeah, yeah very specific a kid, mm. a kid punched me like he looked at me and said you've been learning on your own and then punched me imagine that as a, oh, as a wow Something to hear before you get thumped in the face. Wow, man! Mate, mine was for being mine was for being ginger, small and ginger. <laughs> oh. Punch him in the face for that. Is that wow. amazing? Like oh, your, I don't worry about that's it. That's like your origin story, and I then you punch them back. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's your origin <laughs> yeah. story. I was, was going to say, Chris, I, I was also a member of chess club, but I thought it was kind of cool in my head because there were quite a few people there, and oh, I yeah, yeah. and I used to sing. You know, the S clubs. I used to be like chess club. You know that song. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna that's show amazing. you how. Yeah, and then I'm sure I could change the lyrics into something just related. <laughs> I wasn't as, as quick witted as that, but uh, then, I think compared to you, I went to a subpar school. So <laughs> we had, uh, yeah. you we had, had a chess club, club but <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, where we went, chess chess was cool. So uh, yeah. That's safe. Um, yeah, where I went, it wasn't. For me and those three kids in that club, though, it was great fun. <laughs> God, you know what? I've tried to play chess so many times. I'm so atrociously bad at it. Then I tried to download an app to try and teach me to play chess. I was terrible at it. I kept losing against the computer. And then people ask me why the scan hasn't been done. I'm like, listen, man, like, you know, I'm in the middle of trying to play chess here. <laughs> 
yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of children, um, there was another tweet that really got my attention, wasn't it? It was the... Yeah. Um, a lady from Maidstone, and um, she um, she's had a, she's got a daughter, and she actually drove all the way to Italy to get her daughter jabbed because in Italy the daughter who is under twelve was allowed to get jabbed, mm. and the reason it really kind of struck me was uh, it kind of feels like one of those situations where. Um, there's a lot of things we do take for granted, and um, I guess being of Bangladeshi origin, when I when I did used to go back and visit, you know, family and stuff, I used to always notice that there were people who were so who didn't have anything, and one of the things that sometimes they would say was, "I I would love just to go to school. That's what I like to do. I just like to go to school." And you think, really? And at the time, I I hate school. Why would I want to go to school? But they were like, "I would really love to go to school. I want to do this. I want to do that." And just realize that some people just don't have certain opportunities and certain things, and I feel like. Um, vaccinations and you know keeping yourself safe in this situation uh is a real privilege to be able to get for free on the nhs mm. uh and someone is willing to drive this far to do it totally right you know, so this wow. is like this really wow. interesting juxtaposition right that person who didn't want children to wear masks and essentially just advocating for kids to get covid and then the other side mm. you've got someone who's like who go to that length to get their child like jabbed against covid mm. it's just but just going back to that mask guy do you see the picture mm. of his face like his face looks like it's shrunk against his head so he's got a giant head and his face is like a, and i reckon his issue with masks is that if he was to put a mask on it would just cover his whole face and he'd just be forehead left yeah. i think that's <laughs> oh imagine that he only has to wear one swimming goggle when he goes in the pool <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. he's lucky he saves money oh, oh dear that's yeah, so true. that is funny um, there were a few yeah. stories here that I think would be kind of like worthwhile mentioning. Like, um, mm. so every so often we do a nod to Junior Doctors UK subreddit. Mm. Oh, uh, that's right, yeah. Um, and so yeah. they there was a thread by uh, Indoor Cloud Formation, uh, which was um, posted on the 5th of January. And uh, mm. the title was Stories That Would Only Happen in the NHS. And we've all got stories of it, right? Kind of like makeshift mm. repairs and stuff. But uh, my favourite, the top voted one uh, comment was, a long-term locum on my ward had, complete, had a completely blank ID badge because the badge printer <laughs> had run out of ink. They just printed out a blank badge and gave it to him. <laughs> no plans to change it, which is the best bit, right? Like, yeah, oh, wow. that's it. Whatever. <laughs> that's um, like a superhero ID, isn't it? It's like, uh, you're blank. Wow, yeah. nameless. Go on, go on, Chris. Give us your only in the in the NHS story. I, I know you've got a couple. Go on. Oh yeah, well, yeah. So quite a lot of my woes come from um, as well as we're all used to archaic IT equipment. Um, so I think mm. the other day I tweeted that, uh, that we had a whole morning's catalab list, um, and the the computer that we use that has like the monitoring software on it wouldn't turn on in the morning because this PC was built in two thousand and two. It runs God. on Windows XP, so I mean that's wow. you know that's the kind of crap you're dealing with. Wow. And I think I remember, I think everyone remembers when NHS Mail, like the migration to NHS Mail from like the old Outlook thing. Mm. Um, mm. That was a while ago, and I still a, a few a few weeks ago, I, I turned on the PC first thing in the morning and opened my email account, and it took forty five minutes. I did other stuff in between, like coffee and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it took 45 minutes for me to actually view that email. So in my frustration, I tweeted about it and just said, like, this is it's ridiculous. It took 45 full minutes for me to view one email. Like, This is my, my only admin time of the week. Like, It's not good enough. Mm. And one of the bigwigs from NHS England IT, like he's one of the directors, DM'd me. Wow. Uh, yeah, and said, I've just seen your tweet. Like, that, that. That, that doesn't happen. 
<laughs> yeah, so you know, words to that fit. So I said, no, I mean, I'm, I'm living it, mate. It, it, it does happen. But do you know what I mean? I was a bit like, all right. I mean, you're you're not okay. here. I assume he's got a very nice PC as one of the one of the big wigs. But yeah, mm. I said, no, no, it, it really is. But like to his credit. Um, I think I might have jumped the gun by getting annoyed with him because to his credit he said email me from your NHS account um, and I'll look into I'll look into where like where the problem is wow. um, and I, I mean we all know what the problem is again there's a PC with monitoring software on it that is made in 2002 that we're still using yeah. Mm. but he emailed me back and said oh we've had a look at um, the service speeds in your area and that shouldn't be happening where you are mm. um, I think it might be it might be the equipment that you're using which again we all know so uh, hopefully there'll be some nice shiny new PCs coming to my department oh yeah, wow because I, yeah, I all because I complained <laughs> yeah. Twitter does have some benefits yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I hope so man I really hope so that'd be cool um, there was an absolute bin fire this week wasn't there Thrusha I think we kind yeah. of normally leave we normally leave like the, the big ones closer to the end yeah um, it went it went a lot of ways it went a lot of ways um, yeah it's, it's yeah. kind of since been lockdown in a sense and i think fair enough i mean i did so this is a tweet from andrew punton and it was on the 4th of january at 528 um like if you're listening uh, if you want to check it out do so but don't i don't think if we'll like reply i think it's kind of a bit of a sore point now but anyway perhaps controversial take but staff will redeploy the icu in previous waves if things continue as they are with minimal icu pressure and massive pressure on wards do we need to consider redeploying staff from theaters icu to the wards and well, that met with some reactions, didn't it? Wow! Yeah, <laughs> some reactions. Some yeah, reactions. Just, just a few. Yeah, <laughs> some words were said. <laughs> the most diplomatic way I think I've heard anyone put that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, people were at it, weren't they? It was like, oh, but my training's been affected. I can't be going there. And but you know, well, I came to you guys last time and helped out where we could, etc. It was just like everyone at each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd, you know, people are knackered, man. Exactly. This is what happens, isn't it? Everyone's tired. Everyone's mm. frightened. Like nobody wants to work somewhere they're not comfortable. Yeah. I mean that. But that was the same. That's the case regardless of the wave, isn't it? I mean, mm. the beauty of it, I can sit here quite happily knowing that it doesn't matter where the patients are. I'll have to go and scan them anyway. So mm. I don't have to be redeployed. I'll just come and see you guys wherever you are. Mm. Um, but I think for people that are going to have to, you know, will have their training upended mm. to go work somewhere that's outside of their desired scope, I can mm. see why it wind people up. But then I think everywhere it's just it, everyone's getting to the end of their rope now. I know I am. So it, yeah. your rope was pretty short, though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it doesn't take much to set me off. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember during the first wave, uh, there was talk about redeploying the radiologists, and that's when I was like, "Oh no, 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 no! Hang on, hang on! We've got a backlog. We've got a backlog. You can't, you can't redeploy me. I'm, I'm still useful. I'm useful in this situation." And then, like, you know, there were no new scans happening. The backlog started dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. I was like, "Oh great, what are we going to do now?" And then suddenly, yeah. someone came out with like, um, "Oh yeah, you know, there's uh, in- increased incidence of PEs in in COVID." I was like, "Right, there you go. We're useful uh... again. Thank you. You can't redeploy me. You need me to look at those scans." Um, I have to admit that uh, I I wasn't keen on getting read. I mean, obviously, I I would have been redeployed if they they needed it. But um, I think we we didn't redeploy in the end. And um, 
Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know how. I mean, yeah, it would, be, it would have been a bit strange for me to turn off to ITU. I don't know what to, what to, what to do and where to go, having been almost what a decade out of not being on the wards. I think I would have made fun of it though, made made it fun somehow. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> made fun of it. That is no, not made fun of it. Like, of yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, oh, <laughs> no, no, but um, <laughs> yeah, I did, I mean, genuinely, they did say I did, they were going to prescribe. Uh, comedians wouldn't they so maybe that could be you in that one just to point and laugh at the patients <laughs> oh Christ I've forgotten yeah. about that yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I don't know what you're talking about yeah anyway carry on the other <laughs> <laughs> I haven't sent you those videos yet I probably should put those online um, mm. my my little brief uh, brief uh, jump into that? stand-up comedy mm. yeah yeah um, anyway you were uh, so yeah. I mean you're on our list this week you're on our agenda oh, great uh, so yeah. there's a tweet <laughs> if you guys want to check it out it's from at doc lasker you may, um, uh, 2.23 p.m. on the 6th of January, and it says, on the on the run-up, what became my... What, what is this? My final ARCP. My, <laughs> my training program director insisted I send them a multi-source feedback form. I still think about what they wrote to this day. Imran does not act like a consultant radiologist. What does that even mean? Wait, do you think now... Just a question before mm. we... I mean, like, that's, that's, a whole, that's a whole thing, isn't it? Do you think you act mm. like a consultant radiologist now? No. No. <laughs> look at my TikTok. I mean, look at me. Um, no, no, I think. What does a consultant it, radiologist act like? I mean, yeah. well, they're still human beings. You're still a person. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do they want? What do they want? No, exactly. I think. Um, like, okay, so first of all, thank you for including me in our own podcast. Uh, and, and, and finally, I'm not in trouble, which is nice, which yeah. is great. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, I th- yeah, it was it, it was a surprise to me. So she was very very insistent that I give her um, give her this MSF, and then when I saw it, I was like, oh great, here we go. I'm going to go into this ARCP with you, write something like that. Where am I going to go with that? And how do you even interpret that? What does that even mean yeah. exactly? Like Chris, you're saying, what does that mean? Like, give me some feedback. Yeah. If you say that I don't act like a consultant radiologist, what what part of me is not acting like a consultant radiologist? At least I could work with that, but. There weren't that kind of place, and I think um, maybe people can relate to this, and I've kind of alluded to it, but um. Uh, you know, I think after a while, some places, some people just don't get along with you for whatever reason, right? And maybe I was to like ask too many questions about their lives and what they're up to, you know, how, how their day's been. Some people didn't like that. And um, it came, became apparent um, that they didn't like me very much. And uh, it, it was coming across in a few different ways, which I will go into at some point in life. But um, yeah, I think this was just another one of those plays to kind of... Um, you know, solidify to people outside of the training scheme that, you know, this is what we think and feel. And now I'm putting it on paper, like this is what we think and feel. I don't know. I mean, joking, jokingly, people were saying that maybe you were too nice to the F1 and maybe that's not a radiologist thing to do. Like, uh, yeah. But how should a consultant be? Go on. Yeah, you guys, would you, what would you think? I don't even know where to begin I mean, with I, I, sus- I suspect a lot of this is like how they are, be- how the current consultants are behaving, I mm. suspect. And or it's the sort of classic way people think that certain specialties behave. Mm. Like, because I've been in some trusts where the radiologist is absolutely awful, and it's like, have you looked at the scan? Mm. No, I haven't. Cause it's your job. I'm mate. an F1. And, <laughs> and um, but then you know you have, and you get the the dickhead cardiologist and all that. You get the certain the behavior. You get the sort of the crap <laughs> GPs, mm. which I obviously fulfil. Um, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I think there's a there's a there's a stereotype, and I think maybe that's what it is. But I also wonder if chunk of it is just they didn't think you've you were like them and they were probably wankers but that's it it's like you know like that tweet to julia as well it's like if you've got something that you want to get off your chest just own you have the courage to say it it. to just say you don't act like a consultant radiologist you think well first of all at this time you weren't so 
will do. Yeah. Second, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Secondly, you think, well, if you've clearly got something you want to say. Something has made you think that. So just fucking front up and just say it. Absolutely. Stop dancing around it. And then we can all get it out in the open. We can call each other dickheads or whatever. And then we'll all get on with our lives. Yeah. It just, uh, just People fanny around too much and don't say what they really want to. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's a lot being said without being said, though, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, it, it, you know, there was another situation probably not long before that. Like, I've, I've said this before. My dad got very, very ill during my training and he had stage four lymphoma. Thankfully, he's well now, everyone, so he's fine. Um, but he, it was really affecting my life and my training, and I was finding it very difficult with the exams. And there was someone uh, who I knew of that had similar-ish, like, problems, and they ended up taking a year out. Not similar, but they had some issues, and they took a year out, and they were allow- allowed to come back, even sit the exams that I was failing during that time out and come back. And so I decided to ask my education supervisor, listen, you know, this other person managed to get time. And I'm really, I actually said to him, I'm really, really struggling. I'm absolutely exhausted. I've been seeing exams for almost like, you know, decades now. I keep flunking these ones and I can't feel, I can't help but feel that my dad and his illness have got a lot to do with it. I think I need some time out. And they just said to me, yeah, that kind of thing's not open for someone like you. Hey, wow. And I thought, oh. What does that mean? Yeah, someone exactly. Like that. Exactly. I mean, that's loaded as fuck. But you know what I mean? Like. Awful. That's, those are the situations where you think, okay, I think you've said a lot without saying a lot. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. And yeah. I think I know where this is going and I know this is probably not going to end up well for me. So fine. Uh, and I just kind of, I didn't leave it there. I did try and plead a bit and uh, ask uh, ask them about something that they went through. And they said they related to me, um, you know, with some difficulties they had. And I was like, okay. So then I actually said to them, so why is my problem that I've talked about not as big a problem as what you're talking about with your problems and the problems that the other person had. And they just kind of smirked at me. And I thought, okay, all right, fine. I got it. I understand. Let's just, uh, we'll just move out from here. And so um, that was a culmination of events. And then eventually I was coming up to my final ARCP, which I will talk about at some point, but um, uh, yeah, then the TPD was very, I mean, it was very bizarre. You know, when this, uh, you feel that as an agenda, they were like, yeah. you need to send me an MSF before your ASAP. He's like, why? Yeah, you need that's... to send it to me as soon as possible, please. And I was like, okay, all right. So something's going on, uh, but there's nothing. What are you going to do? You can't say no. Like, wh- where are you going to go? You know, you have to give it. You know, they're going to be negative. And now you've got an ARCP to deal with. And, you know, outcome is what it was. Yeah, oh, it's just mad. Mm. To, like particularly to say, like you have to send me this so that I can say essentially nothing, yeah. mm. but make you feel like shit at the same time. It, it's... Well, and, it, and it's awful because yeah. they've got you know they feel like they've got all the power and to, well, yeah. you know, to end your career, isn't it? Well, they do. Yeah. Solve nothing. There was nothing constructive in that whatsoever. Well, so, they, like, again, yeah. it's another thing designed specifically to upset you. Yeah. Well, you know, um, a friend of mine actually was trying to get a fellowship uh, somewhere and they had to get a reference from this, the same person. And when it came, you know, obviously, if you're trying to sell your trainee to a fellowship, you're going to say a lot of nice things. Literally, all they wrote was something, something is a good radiologist. That was it. <laughs> you know, like that was it. And so they didn't, right, get the, they didn't get the fellowship. Tip at a restaurant. Yeah, they didn't get the fellowship. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise, because there was it felt like something was being said that wasn't being said. And so you know you got other people who are getting long paragraphs and all that kind of stuff, and you got someone who's got a line. Uh, yeah, they they had kind of a, a kind of a history of this kind of stuff. So um, yeah, it is what it is. And thankfully, I moved on to um, yeah, hopefully bigger things. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, I feel like um, yeah. we're coming up towards the end. We need to end on something a bit more positive. And I thought we'd maybe talk about Novak Djokovic or Novak Djokovic. Novak, yes. You said that joke yesterday, but I saw it on Twitter today. So I don't, did you? Do you think who? who me? 
I saw I I thought of it and then I saw loads of people had thought of it and I was like, oh. Thank you for typewriters writing Shakespeare. You're all kind of. Uh... <laughs> so this guy, like Novak Djokovic, he's got some strange views, right? He thinks like pyramids give off energy, and he's an anti-vaxer. And whoa, whoa, what do you mean he thinks pyramids give off energy? I wasn't aware of this. Yeah, do they? yeah. I mean, ugh. what's he talking about? Amazing, all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah. He's just. He's just He's he's just wacky. But then I mean, also, I mean, Chris, you're saying he was in a rap or something as well. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well. This is why. I mean, I don't. I mean, I do care obviously about his anti-vax views. I think it's ridiculous. But I think it's it's like I said earlier. It's like when they got Al Capone for tax charges. When they got on the tax charges, <laughs> Novak Djokovic was on. He was part. He was in part of a rap song. The Bryan Brothers um, have a rap group called the Bryan Brothers Band. Uh, they're like a tennis doubles team and they had a song called Autograph it's a rap joint and it's got Andy Murray who has a verse on it which Amazing. is mental um, and Novak Djokovic also has a verse and it is the worst thing. it's a crime <laughs> that no one was jailed <laughs> for this so deport him deport him yeah, deport enough. them all all of them weirdly <laughs> Federer um, Federer my favourite tennis player He's the only one, like the big tennis stars, that didn't feature on that. Too classy. So, I mean, that says everything, doesn't it, yeah, exactly? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I am so pleased, sorry, I'm so pleased that, they, that he, they've deported him, though, because mm, definitely. You, <laughs> yeah. you can just, but then you can just see that if, if they didn't, it'd be just like, you know, when, when Boris Johnson didn't wear a mask and people were like, well, why should I wear a mask? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, not yeah. Gonna, so it's the exact same thing. And this is, it's probably not just the fact that, you know, he's, he's a bell and he's not the... This is also they desperately want people to get the vaccine. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. If you let a tennis player in just to fact to play in it, they're um, you know he's a good tennis player. Like some people are saying, we should respect him because he's a good player. Bollocks to that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Not, yeah. I can imagine if it was a similar situation here, if he was coming over here. Yeah. Like the the government here, they'd just cave, wouldn't they? Yeah. I was just about to say that. Would do you reckon they'd deport him? No yeah, chance. Nah. No. They'd not find brown a way. enough. They'd not the right. Not enough melanin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 they'd deport him. You're asking that. Half the chance, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Finally, an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't expect. I didn't expect that when I came on this. Uh, for the the for Thurisha to say we'll end on a positive note and then essentially say a roaster got deported. I, I, really didn't, I didn't think that was going to be the angle. Yeah, I, I like that. It's a curveball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, do, we do try and uh, delve out of med Twitter a bit and you yeah. know, bring other things in every now and again just to keep it interesting. Um, yeah, you know, it's good fun. Right, so um, yeah, we're coming up to time. So yeah. I've got to say, uh, Jamie and Chris, I, I think we, um, Thrush and I have been looking forward to this. Even yeah. last night, I was like, I'm so hyped for this. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, hopefully a lot of banter and stuff. And exactly. I think we delivered on that, haven't yeah. we? I think it's been um, yeah, really, really good laugh. Um, and I think I'm sure we'll be meeting up uh, in real life at some point. I know you guys are going to be doing a tough mother, tough no, mother. Spartan. Is that right? Spartan, oh, yeah. Spartan. Okay, yeah. you guys will be doing a Spartan. I retired from all this stuff. You know, I did two tough mothers. I was so broken. I think actually I might have cried. No, I did cry at the end of the second Tough Mudder because I think, um, yeah, I went to the ice bath and it was just too much for me. Oh, and I, I started crying. That, yeah, was, I started crying. that was the worst yeah, bit. That's yeah. A, yeah, definitely the worst bit. Yeah. 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 And that's the, one, that's the one obstacle they never retire. So they must yeah. have done five now. And that's, you uh, done five? Yeah, oh my word. Yeah. I want wow. to get the different, I want to get the next headband up. So I do, that's. Oh, do they change colours? Because I've got an orange one now, I think. An orange yeah. headband. Yeah, oh, well, man. they sort of cheat. They go from one to three and then mm. four to six. So I've got another two to do before I get My word. Oh, wow. How do you do this stuff, man? Honestly, just the there's too much pain I'm involved in this. Dressed up as a superhero. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I'm just frightened, go, of, I'm frightened of getting fat again. 
Like it terrifies, consumes me. No, no, you know what I relate what to. I that. used to do with food. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> I do relate to that. I do relate to that. Actually, I, I have like I've had a few dreams that I've woken up and I'm just obese and I'm like oh my word like what's happened and I'm like really freaking <laughs> out and then I wake up and I'm like okay I've got to hit the gym press ups press ups press ups now 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 or never now or never yeah it's um the joys of uh we need to have a body dysmorphia episode don't we yeah probably yeah, yeah it should do cool Thrusha any any anything you want to say last words uh <laughs> I love the headlights face of yours on the <laughs> wasn't expecting that <laughs> don't let us play you off donuts have you enjoyed them Jamie any last words before we uh, we head off read more comics yeah. play more games <laughs> and do less work <laughs> yeah. I think the last comic I read was Preacher uh, you know, that, that was oh, that's a solid ago. comic yeah, yeah. that's a great Billy comic. Bob oh, Billy Bob good. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, all yeah. I remember from it now Billy Bob uh, Chris go on yeah you're you're, uh, you're Final take. But there are, I think, uh, to, you guys, who, you say, again, you say it on nearly every podcast, but just let's all just don't be dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being dicks to each other. Yeah. It's, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I so pleased yeah. we said penis so many times. I really yeah. am. Yeah. Different forms. <laughs> someone needs to count yeah. it how many times. It's... Yeah, maybe someone should count and tell us how many times you mentioned Mike it. Mike Elcock. All right. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All <laughs> <laughs> cop. He's all cop. <laughs> 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 okay all right so um as always thank you so much uh, med twitter hope you've all had a wonderful new year i think last week we had the takeover episode didn't mm. we with um nina bethan which has been really well received people yeah. seem to really like it awesome, uh and so yeah i'm sure we, we, we're going to be bringing them back more regularly and they've got their own account called the two agony aunts if you do want to message them follow them support them as a kind of become part of the uh, two medic family two medic uh, team cool so as always keep being entertaining let's not get cancelled and uh, let's yeah let's like chris said let's not be dicks to each other all right bye and you've been listening to two medics and one mic with imran nasker and Thrusha gubadna thank you for listening